Hey everyone, what's up? It's Chelsea Van Buskirk with the Heart AF Podcast. Hope you guys are all doing well. I'm so happy to be recording an episode today because I've had a lot of stuff going on, so I haven't been able to get um, into a space to record, but I've got two interview podcasts though in the bank that I'll launch here soon, so that's exciting. Um, But anyway, I wanted to share with you guys some of my weight loss story because that's kind of what I've been focusing a lot of my energy on, I guess you could say the past two months. And there was a significant shift in my progress. And I really wanted to share that with you because this shift could be applied into basically anything um, that you might be struggling or working with in your own life. So for me, I think I've shared a little bit about this, but let me just give you a bit of a background. Um, I pretty much was at like my healthy ideal weight the beginning of 2021. I was feeling really great. I was really active and I was still in real confident, you know, still in myself, like things were going good in my life and I felt really good in my body. Um, when my dad passed away that June, I really let myself go in a, a myriad of ways, right? Um, definitely there was a lot of emotional stuff going on. Um, you know, I was doing my best to take care of myself, but probably not all in the best ways. I definitely was drinking more than I normally do, things like that. I love sweets. Like I'm, I'm a sweet tooth sugar addict. I'm a sugar addict. Thank you. My name is Chelsea. I'm a sugar addict. Um, and I use food a lot to cope with my feelings. And um, I think that's something that can be normal. And the tricky part with food is food is meant to be enjoyed. Food is an experience and food is something that we actually need, right? We do need to nourish our bodies. We do need to feed our bodies. And so that can be a bit of a mind fuck when you are maybe using food to make yourself feel better because we do get pleasurable like experiences from food, right? And food is a substance that we do need to survive. And so it can be, um, you know, an abused um, drug, so to speak, in some ways. And um, anyway, so... I had gained some weight, but not like an excessive amount, I would say. But um, I was I was unhappy. I was, you know, my uh, clothes were feeling tight. I wasn't exactly super comfortable, but I wasn't like so uncomfortable that I was really willing to do like a lot of what I needed to do. So um, I guess the best way is to just put numbers on it, right? I have a tricky relationship with the scale. I know it's really just a data tracking device, right? Like it, it shouldn't really, you know, my values and based on the number on the scale, I know that, but it is a measurement and it's a tool. And I know that there's a certain weight range where I know that's where I feel good and confident in my body. And I was about 10 pounds over that. And I struggled in that, that space of like wanting to lose 10 pounds. Um, you pretty much all of last year, 2022, I was really trying, but I really just kind of was writing this line of like, you know, I maybe lose a couple pounds and gain it back. So I really wasn't losing or gaining. I just was kind of maintaining at this space where it still was about 10 pounds over where I really wanted to be. Um, and so then towards the end of last year, I um, decided to join a binge eating recovery program. Um, and with that, it was learning more about intuitive eating and, um, you know, throwing away the scale and not tracking. So I, I, I pretty much stopped tracking altogether. Um, really just was trying to use my intuition as far as like eating when I was hungry, stopping when I was full, that kind of thing. And to get over this kind of binge eating disorder I've been struggling with for many years. Um, so in doing that, you know, I stopped weighing myself and, and just, you know, live life or whatever. But after, or even really during the holidays, I was really feeling 
more uncomfortable in my clothes. Like a lot more of my clothes weren't fitting right. I just, nothing really looked right on my body. I just, it was foreign to me, right? Like my body had changed shape and I noticed that. And I also knew that even though I was healing a certain aspect of like my food issues, right. And this binge eating, um, thing I was dealing with and recovering from and, and really healing my relationship with food and things like that. I also was neglecting really like making more nourishing choices. Right. Um, and that's something you kind of have to break through. So it's almost like, um, you know, instead of like restricting all the foods, it's like letting yourself eat what you want in, in a lot of ways. And that's kind of what you have to do to break yourself. So then you know that you can have it whenever you want. It's not this forbidden fruit that you're like obsessed about and then end up overeating, right? It's about learning to know that you can have whatever you want within reason, right? But um, learning to, to acclimate yourself to like when you're exposed to maybe foods that in your head, you might've thought they were off limits or they're, you know, bad foods and they're very tempting. And so then you almost like overeat them because you feel like this is your one only chance to eat as much as you can because you're not supposed to versus having the mindset that it's always there. It's always going to be there. It's always available for me. I can have it whenever I want. So that way I can just get my taste and be good instead of overindulging. So going through that process, you do tend to gain weight. And even when I was in my like recovery group, we talked about that too. Like, especially if you ever do an intuitive eating program or work with a dietitian who is trained in intuitive eating, that is normal, right? Like you tend to maybe gain weight in the beginning of this process because you are taking off all those rules and barriers that you once turned yourself. And so it's kind of this relearning process. All that to say, fast forward, end of December, I decided to step on the scale and weigh myself because it had been, I think, four months at that point since I had last weighed myself. And lo and behold, I was 10 pounds heavier than I was four months earlier. And so that meant I was 20 pounds over what my ideal comfortable body weight usually is. So I knew I needed to get back into routine, but I really wanted to go into this routine with having a healthy mindset where it wasn't to punish myself. I didn't want to get to the point where I was obsessively, you know, tracking and again, seeing food is good and bad. Like I really wanted to use the tools and the things I had done to work through um, with the binge eating um, recovery it, and, you know, just kind of applying all this stuff to culminate so that I could actually have the body that I wanted, that I feel comfortable and confident in and good in, and, but do it in a healthy, sustainable way where it wasn't going to be so taxing on my lifestyle that I was still going to be able to, you know, go out and enjoy my friends and family and not have to like have this looming weight loss, um, I don't know, challenge over my head, so to speak. Um, and so I had gotten recommended, um, a coach that my sister-in-law works with and fell in love with this girl, right? She's a lot younger than me. And so are a lot of the participants in this coaching program. I'm the oldest. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but I love her ideology. I love how she focuses a lot on, um, mindset. Like she touches on a lot of things that I talk about here in my podcast, as far as, you know, manifesting and the whole mindset thing and like law of attraction, um, and not only that, but she's very um, versed in realistic goals and she's all about sustainability. And again, like how to still achieve your goals, but do it in a sustainable way, like a very like step-by-step -step approach. And anyway, just really love this girl, joined her program at the beginning of January. And I, we, one of the things is we are tracking data where to take, I take my weight every morning. And it's one of those things where she's like, you just don't worry about that. Like, we just want to see trends where it's just data tracking and, um, which is something I do have to get, it's still getting used to, right? And I see the weight fluctuate, which is totally normal. And if you read any well-versed person who is like, whole, like can do like weight loss in a, in a whole 
approach, not necessarily holistic. I do like the holistic approach, but using a full spectrum picture, like being realistic and that results aren't linear is what I'm trying to say. So it's not like you start, like, it's not like a straight line of progress. It's going to be an up and down journey, especially when you're looking at data points, like things will go up and down and fluctuate because that's just normal. Like your water weight, like, especially with women with having our monthly cycles and stuff, like things will fluctuate, your weight will fluctuate. But the thing is you want to see a general downward trend. That means you're getting results. If you see it, you know, that downward trend over time, but you will see things go up and down, including the the number on the scale, right? Like you might see it drop and then it goes back up and then, you know, it does this kind of seesaw motion, but you see a gradual trending downwards, right? So that's all the background information I'm trying to give you about what this, the, the real meaty bits of what I want to get to you. I was, I was fluctuating again, but like started to feel like I was making some progress and I could see in the pictures and the progress pictures, you could clearly see that there were some body changes, um, but my weight was not moving as fast as I wanted to. And I felt like I was like really trying so hard. I wasn't missing any workouts. I was getting my water in every day, I was getting my steps in like, but I wasn't seeing results as fast as I wanted them to. And of course I wasn't a hundred percent perfect with my nutrition, like as far as hitting every macro goals, but I was doing like the best I could. And I know from experience that if you do like pretty on point 80% of the time, you should still see results, right? It doesn't have to be a hundred percent because that's not real life. Perfection is not real. So I was frustrated because I felt like the scale wasn't moving as fast as I wanted to. And I had these goals I wanted to meet. Like I wanted to reach a certain weight by the time I go on this vacation here coming up. And then there's another vacation I'm going on with my husband at the end of April. And I really want to hit another milestone by that vacation. So it's like, I felt like I was not like my trajectory. I felt like wasn't getting, like, I wasn't going to make those goals. And I was really frustrated with myself. And so what I was doing is I was looking at myself in the mirror, like, Oh, like this, why is this, like, it's so hard for me. Like maybe it is because I'm older. Like, you know, I started to like my mind was going to those stories you hear all the time, you know, where it is harder to lose weight when you're older, you know, like with your changing body and age, like it'll make, it'll slow down things and things are going to be a lot harder. Um, you know, and I was, I was, I was circling those thoughts in my head. Like, you know, it must be harder now because I'm older. It's, it's harder on me now because, um, you know, whatever, or my body's just not working anymore. Or, you know, I would look at myself in the mirror, just be like disgusted, like, oh, I just want this belly to go away. Like, oh, I wish my body looks better on these pants. And I did a workshop and I, I had a speech that was filmed on stage. And the whole time I was looking at myself, like not thinking of the really awesome speech I gave, but looking at my body and being like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I thought I looked good in that outfit. I look so fat. Like all these negative self-talk things I was telling myself. And I was talking about some of these frustrations in one of my check-ins with my coach. And I said, you know, hey, I'm like, I'm doing all the things, but I'm, I'm kind of feeling frustrated. Like I wish my progress was going faster. And it's really hard to have patience. And I just look at how far I still have to go. And like, I'm still mad at myself because I'm still trying to just get to where I was, you know, in September of last year. Like I'm not even back to that weight. And at that weight, I was still 10 pounds from where I wanted to be. But now I'm like so far, like I'm 20 pounds and like, you know, I'm losing like a few pounds here and there, but it still feels like there's so much more to go to where I really want to go. And it's um, discouraging. I was feeling discouraged seeing how much farther I saw to go, you know, and she responded to that check-in like, um, not in a harsh way, but like, I'm going to paraphrase and use my words, but like, get your shit together, Chelsea. Like this is, this is bullshit. Quit talking to yourself like that. You need to step into who you want to be. Right. She reminded me of the shit that I say all the time in so many podcasts and so many posts about how important your mindset is and what you're telling yourself. Like I was literally manifesting my progress stalling 
because of how I was talking to myself, right? Like I was saying to myself, it's hard for me to lose weight. Like I was focused on what was lacking. I was focused on how much more I had to go. And that's what was reflecting back to me that was keeping me in this pattern of not making progress. So I started again doing like my morning gratitudes and affirmations. And so, you know, really thinking from the end, like I tell you guys before, like when you're manifesting, you have to think that it's already there for you, right? You have to believe in that, that it's there for you. So I started switching my mindset to like knowing like I lose weight easily and effortlessly, right? Like I'm letting go of what no longer serves me, including this extra fat that's hanging on my body. I'm releasing it. I let it go now. I don't, I no longer need it. You know, like telling myself those things, like seeing that I can get to my goals, right? Like seeing that body that I know that I've had before that I want, that I want to get to, I know that it's there for me. And I just have to keep trucking and knowing that it's going to come right. And having that belief in myself and really having more of a positive attitude and seeing from the end, like seeing how it's possible for me, seeing that I'm going to reach these goals by the dates that I want. Right. And really shifting that mindset and that focus on what it is I want. So that's another point that I've said before, and I'm going to say it again, that when you are manifesting or creating stuff in your life, that you don't focus on what it is you don't want. You don't focus on the part of wanting it. You focus on already having it, knowing that it's already here for you. And you focus on what it is that you do want. You don't focus on the fact that it's missing, right? So if you're telling yourself, I want this, that's basically just reinforcing that you're always going to be in a state of wanting because you don't already have it. You have to change that word, that verbiage to, I have this. This is for me. This is coming to me. I see it coming for me. I can see my future, right? You think of your future self. I saw recently, um, it might've been one of the girls in our coaching group who talked about how they saw somebody where their manifestation technique or what they do for their like journaling process is they write like things that they're grateful for right now. And then they write things that they're grateful for, for their future self, as if they already have it, they're already grateful for it because they already have it. Even though it's something that they're wanting to have in the future, they're writing it as if they already have it and they're thankful for it. And I love that idea. And I think that's a great process that you can utilize. So here's the thing. Started doing these affirmations, these gratitudes, right? Like seeing myself achieving my goals, the scale finally started trending downward. And last week I hit a new low. And I can see it. I'm going to reach that first goal I set for myself. I did not think it was going to be possible a few weeks ago when I was down in that kind of pessimistic, discouraging mindset, like focusing on the lack, right? But when I switched to that mind of abundance, when I switched to focusing on what it is I want, when I started seeing from the end and knowing that I was going to get there and seeing what I wanted, right? Like seeing that it was there for me and seeing that it was possible, right? Like believing that it's possible and holding on to that belief and faith that it's coming. Like I'm doing it. It's happening. I'm making progress. I'm losing weight easily and effortlessly, right? So what's what's interesting too, so it's not like I'm not doing the work, right? And that's where it gets tricky. But it's like when you believe you are this person and you see the thing that you want to achieve or want to be like that future when you start seeing yourself as that's who you are or that's what you want to do, you naturally start doing the things that that person is doing. Do you see what I'm saying? So when I see myself in that lower fat percentage body, what is that lower fat percentage body doing? They are being more active. They are not eating um, so much sweets excessively, right? But it's like this natural thing that occurs. I'm not punishing myself. It's not something I'm suffering to get to my goals. It's something that's naturally happening because I see myself as that future version of myself. And that's how I'm going to act because that's how I see myself. So this is kind of how this works. It's not about you just like dream yourself into getting the results. You're still doing the work, but 
it's this subconscious thing that happens in your mindset where you start acting and behaving like that person you already want to be, that it's naturally occurring. And that's how you're getting your results. So wow, the power of your mind and your self-talk and what you're telling yourself is so important. And it applies to everything. I don't care if you're trying to lose weight or not, or you've got other things that are going on in your life. Your mindset is what sets the tone. Your mindset is what changes your perspective. Your mindset is how you literally can change your life because what you tell yourself is how you see things. It's how things are reflected back to you. It's just, it's really crazy. And I can use this as an, another example that happened to me recently too, is I was having a very poor attitude about a certain person in my life, you know, and I just was like focused on all the things I didn't like about the person and how they were bothering me and just like getting in that space where I was almost throwing a pity party for myself because I was just having a bad attitude and just so frustrated. Like, how can I change this person? And here's the thing is you can't change other people. People are going to behave and do what they're going to do. You can't do anything about it. You just have to let them be, right? But I can change me and I can change and, and realize what am I doing in my mind? What am I focusing on? And I switched that focus to just really focusing on the things that I do appreciate about that person, what I do appreciate that they do. And, and it was so crazy. Like I'm talking in a matter of minutes, switching my focus that my attitude changed, my presence around the person changed. I was not so like uptight and just like kind of repelling myself and like giving off that energy that I don't want to be around this person. Like I was able to soften myself and be more accepting and just let that person be who they are and change my perspective on how I'm seeing that. And then that made me feel better, right? As I'm feeling better and having a better attitude, it just changes your whole like energy and your environment just by you switching how you're perceiving things. Because really your perception is your reality. Like that really is the key is how you see things. That's how it is, right? I'm going to end it here, but I just really want you guys to focus on how are you seeing things? Like, what are you telling yourself that might be keeping you stuck? That might be keeping you in this negative spin on whatever situation it is, or maybe you do, maybe you are doing something or you're trying to achieve something, or you have a goal for yourself. Like what is keeping you stuck or not seeing progress? Is it your mindset? Is it what you're telling yourself? Are you beating yourself up? Like, stop that, right? Like I need it. I'm going to check in with you. Like my coach had to check in with me. Stop that. Cut it out. Get yourself into a routine where you're talking to yourself lovingly, where you're talking to yourself from your future self, right? Like what are the things that you want? And then believe and step into that person, right? Um, writing things down is a really great way to shift things for yourself. We just started a new challenge within my um, coaching group where all the girls in the coaching group, we are doing a 30-day challenge for the month of March and a 30 days in April. And for these first 30 days, we're focusing on habits and so the first three habits are our water intake goals, our set goals, and a morning routine. And then we got to pick two to three of our own goals. So for me, my morning routine is the journaling, my affirmations and gratitudes and doing 10 minutes of reading, like a self-development book or spiritual book of some sort, you know, something that's going to um, help give me that positive mindset, that kind of thing. And then um, my water is a gallon a day and my steps, it's only 8,500 a day, which isn't a whole lot, but some days that feels a lot reaching my step goal and then walking for 20 minutes, at least outside. Um, so I'm about to go walk outside now. It's a lot colder than I thought it was going to be and a little bit more drizzly. So that's a bummer, but I'm still going to go outside because being outside is something that's very like soulful. I don't know how to explain it, but just being outside is just something that's good for my soul. So I'm making it a point to challenge myself, no matter the weather to get outside for at least 20 minutes a day. Um, and I've been doing that every day since the first of March. So I'm really excited to keep that going. It's, and it's just, you know, when you start checking things off for yourself, when you have goals, it's something that kind of helps you self-motivate and it makes you feel good. And it just keeps building that kind of momentum of positive 
energy, reinforcing that motivation for yourself. It's actually the action that gets you that motivation, right? We always tend to think it's the other way around, but really it's the action that propels the motivation that keeps us to keep making the action that propels the motivation. So my advice for you, something that you could do to start small, really like easily, whether you do it at morning or night or both, is just listing, you know, three affirmations and three gratitudes. When you're in a state of gratitude, like it just puts you in a positive mindset and you always have something to be thankful for. I'm telling you the fact that you're alive and breathing today, you are great. Be grateful for that, right? There's something to be grateful for. You can, it could be bare minimum. I'm grateful that I have food to feed myself today. I am grateful that I have air to breathe. I'm grateful that I have a place to rest my head, things like that. Right. And then you can even get into more in depth. You know, I'm grateful you know, for friends and family. I'm grateful for my physical body. I'm grateful for the experiences that come to me. I'm grateful for unexpected blessings. There's so many things that you can express gratitude for. But if you get in the habit of listing three things, you know, just keep it small, three things, either, you know, do it in the morning to set your mind right, or maybe at night before you go to bed. So that's like what your mind's focused on is gratitude before you rest your head, go to bed, get in that habit of gratitudes. And then also affirming who you want to be, like take a moment to really just write out who you want to be in every aspect, like paint this perfect picture of who you would like to be, write it out and then step into that persona right? Like, you know, I always like this year, I told you this is the year of stepping in to being the badass bitch that I am, right? So step into that badass bitch version of yourself, write that out. Who is that badass bitch within you that you want to be? See that it's there and that it's possible and step into that persona, right? It's like putting on a suit and you're embodying that vision of yourself and watch it come to life. It's amazing when things start happening, when you really switch things. And that's, that was the point of this episode is to really show you the magic that you have inside you when you switch that mindset and that self-talk. I really hope you guys are doing well. Let me know if you try some of these tricks, whether it's you know just doing the little affirmations or gratitudes or writing out that best ideal version of yourself. And tell me what happens when you start stepping into that persona, you put that on and you show up in the world as you are who you wanna be and see how it starts morphing into that. See how that starts creating itself for you, right? That station comes to life. I wanna see it. I wanna hear your stories. Please reach out to me. You can find me on Facebook or Instagram. My handle is at Chelsea.VanBuskirk, or you can find me on my website at ChelseaVanBuskirk.com. And I will see you guys next week. Peace.